0: And now the show that's all about real estate and a little bit about everything else hosted by two guys that are too embarrassed to admit in public how long they've been investing in real estate. It is the Investor Guys podcast with host Bill Barnett
1: and Kevin Mills. Hey there Bill how's it going? It is going incredible Kevin. Welcome out this morning. Welcome everybody to the Investor Guys podcast. Kevin Mills, Bill Barnett here. We're here to talk about real estate get you going, keep you going, tell you what we're doing, what's happening around the country. So uh, today, what, what, what's on the agenda for today?
2: We talk about farming neighborhoods all the time. And I think people have a general idea of, of what it means. It's, it's choosing an area to focus on, but I don't think they really understand how to go about farming an area. And I have a couple of videos that I put together for, for my own, own videos on my YouTube channel. Um, but some of the things that aren't gonna be talked about in the videos that we're talking about. Other things that you can do is, maybe we should talk about this towards the end of the show. Uh, You can do mail campaigns, you can even do doorknob campaigns. The same thing as real estate agents do. Um, I like to drive around an area and get familiar with it and pull out properties that I like that that specifically appeal to me for whatever reasons. And I put together some videos on that. So let me go ahead and uh, play the first one for you. Uh, and I told you about these a few weeks ago. This house
3: is naked, uh, grass overgrown. It is clear that nobody's been in and out of driveway for a long time. There's a guest house back there. You can see that it is just sitting empty as well. There are no curtains on the windows. I don't know if you that video because it's the right day. No curtains, in the windows, we can see into the house.
1: So Pump up your audio a little bit, brother. Uh, What's that? Research. Pump up your audio a little bit. See okay.
3: house we can't pick up, and strategy I was just speaking of.
2: I think it's just part of the, the video, so. Okay. Um, that is a property that I actually saw, again, a few weeks ago. And while I was out, I went ahead and looked at, uh, hold on a second, let me pull up the next one. Looked at the uh, information on, I guess I can't minimize it. Uh, looked at the information on that property to see if I could find the owners and to see what the comps were and everything else. And that was the next video that I had queued up, ready to go if I can go ahead and uh, make that work for me here um i i have to i guess open up every single window before that on uh on my screen bear with me one second here you
1: bet, you bet. we'll talk a little uh reverse farming uh before we hop off today what's that we'll talk a little reverse farming before we hop off today okay and
2: then uh would be the next one hang on one second here and i'll share this one this is the exact same video or sorry the exact same house and sorry to get so close to the camera there and scare you guys actually this is a different house but let me go ahead and uh play this one for you the same day
3: i did a little bit of homework, and i found the name of the owners of this property and what the current value and this is the house that I was just showing you. Right. So now what I have to do is follow up and uh, see if they want to sell it or if I can talk them into selling it. As I said, as you can see actually, it uh, looks pretty vacant. Um, so we'll see what happens. But again, not difficult. I literally did that during the break.
2: My and radar detector going off there.
3: Very cool. Uh, muscle Cars.
2: And
1: 1926 muscle Garage. Cars. Exotic cars. I have had to have a commercial
3: space for years in order to keep the cars there and work on them. This to me seems like it would be so cool because I could fix this up, make it look like an old gas station, which is what it is. It was built in 1921 as a gas station. Uh, Make it look like an old gas station. Actually, be able to work on my cars here right around the corner from where I live, right across the river from where I live, and have a place that's fun to hang out for me and my gearhead friends. And just have a really cool property that I need anyway due to my hobby, but uh, I could own it and fix it up and make it look the way I want to make it look. Uh, This property, as I said, has been on my radar for a while. In the back of my head i never imagined i'd find it vacant in the back of my head i always figured i'd come by and make these people an offer and pick up the property but now i have probably an even better chance i'm hoping because it is vacant now so uh, this is one of those situations you call for uh, this was built in 1921 as i said as a gas station it is still uh commercial property, it's still zoned commercial. When I looked it up, it is commercial, it's gonna be more difficult to find a value on it. Uh, So what I'll do is I will start with what the owner wants for the property, if I can get them to be interested in selling it, and uh, see if that's worth it to me, and then we'll go ahead and do some estimates to see if that's actually in line with what it's worth. Uh, I just wanted to show you this, because this is the exact same neighborhood where I am looking and again, this is a property I've had my eye on literally for years.
2: Now I wanted to put some uh, old old style gas pumps out in front, you know, just for decoration with the glass globes on the top, and put yep. some the, uh, you know neon uh, mobile with the Pegasus, and you know, clean it up. And there's a vacant lot right next door. I wouldn't even mind doing a, a two story attachment that looked like a dealer or something like that, and I could do offices on the top floor. And do more cars on, on the first floor. Uh, this one for me was was a a, a find because I've been driving past this property for years, thinking about how awesome it would be for my hobby. Uh, we're coming up
0: on time for a break, Phil. So let's you go are. ahead and take a quick break, and I've got some more videos after this. Hang- The Real Estate Buyers events hosted by Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills are the most powerful way to put high-performing investment properties into your portfolio. Investment properties that exceed 50% or greater annual ROI in markets where Bill and Kevin have actual real estate investing experience. Get the resources. Find people on the ground to add to your team at the next Investors Real Estate Buyers Event. You can find out more information at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there. Are you ready to learn the strategies, numbers, and formulas that are so powerful, they will turn you into a real estate investing millionaire guaranteed? A program that is so powerful, we offer a double your tuition back guarantee if it does not make you into a millionaire www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar learn how you can be a guaranteed real estate investing millionaire with powerful investing strategies formulas and numbers www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar guys oh,
1: podcast man. hey All right. now we're back and, and uh, now we're back welcome back, back. To Mr. guys podcast welcome back and hey great service station i can see how that would uh, work out terrifically that would be uh, fun so
2: when you move when you move to florida and we get you back into your car mode, you can hang out there with me and we'll get a whole bunch of gearhead friends and we'll get matching leather jackets to wear because it'll be
3: <laughs> too hot in florida
2: um,
1: I have just about, uh, I'm to the point that almost 95% of uh, any television, uh, Netflix, any of that stuff that I consume, it's real estate and cars. And that, that's it. We're on
2: the same page. And I just found out today that you're left-handed like I am.
1: Yep. You
2: know, brothers from a different mother, I think.
1: That's it. That's it, man. That's it. All right, so
2: let me move on to the next one. This is a a great old house, and it was actually easy to find um, because it had a for sale sign on it. It had a little small for sale sign. I don't know if you can see that there, right there in the front. Really, really small. Um, It is actually a realtor's sign, even though it doesn't look like a realtor's sign, from the street. This
3: is another example of what I'm talking about. This property, not only is it empty, clearly, It has a sign on it that says it is for sale or rent. uh, And it has a phone number. That's easy. I will go ahead and grab that number right now and make that phone call. Same exact neighborhood. Beautiful, big, old Spanish home built in the early 1900s. All right, I took a quick break and sorry about that. I took a quick break and I made a phone call. Got information on this property. That's how quick and easy it is, literally, while I'm sitting here. Uh, spoke with the agent who is listening. It doesn't look like a real estate sign, but it does say for his best realty. Uh, spoke with the agent, at the office actually, wasn't the listing agent, who said they had an offer on it that it didn't develop. So, got the information on, they are sending me a packet, and I will meet with an agent later on this week to walk this property and decide whether or not I'm going to make an offer on it. Uh, from what I can see, I would say I probably am. Uh, I'm going to have to adjust the price a little bit because I think it's a little more than what it's worth based upon the condition that it looks like. From what I can see, I can see through the windows and I can see that the plaster is off the walls. I don't think you can see that in the video. Uh, but again, literally that easy, that simple. Now, some of you may have noticed uh, my dog All right,
2: we'll go ahead and... Uh as i said this is for a different show now when i looked at that property with the agent most of the plaster had fallen off the walls and this was an early 1900s home for those of you who live in newer areas and are not familiar with these old homes they're laughing plaster so behind the, the thick plaster that's put on by hand there's wooden strips most of the house was those wooden strips the plaster had fallen off long enough ago that somebody's already scooped it all up and cleaned it up um, so The reason I'm buying these particular houses, now I wanna wanna preface this exactly like I did on the show. Do not go into these types of neighborhoods. These these are high-end neighborhoods, okay? Uh, Bill and I have been doing this for a lot longer. We have a better feel for it. We also have a little better uh, financial and monetary system. These are houses that I'm buying because I like old houses. I will keep these houses because they rent for crazy expensive in Palm Beach and the Palm Beach area they will become income properties these are not good starter properties for you but what i am doing in farming this this neighborhood is the exact same thing you can do in farming any other neighborhood so i will go in and and we will actually rebuild these houses restore these houses the exact way that they were done originally i will put the plaster the laughing plaster right back onto the walls um this was a, a house that i got an accepted offer on and it was for a lower price than what they were asking for that particular property. Uh, let's so see here.
1: A couple of things before we move off, uh, off of that property there. So I've had people ask me uh, many, many times, Hey, when I'm getting started. How do I figure out what's the price range I want to play in? And so when I look at that, one of the things that you can do is you can go to uh realtor.org or G, which is the, kind of the agent side of the National Realtor Association site, realtor.com. So you can go to realtor.org. There's a research tab on there. You can find what the median price is for your market. And then when I'm getting people started investing, I like for them to, to play in about 10% either side and median, because that gives them the greatest number of people having the ability to buy that property. So that that's um, one thing. And then one of the things that Kevin mentioned there, which is vitally important when you're building your business and, and 90 plus percent of investors miss this, even when they're seasoned. And that is there was a contract on the property and went ahead and talked to the agent anyway. If you like the property, always remember about 20% of all contracts fall out and they fall out for financing. So if a deal is working, and the numbers work for me and I see the property, but somebody's already beat me to it and they've gotten it under contract, one of the things that I like to do is reach out to the agent and let them know, hey, I could either put in a backup offer uh, or, hey, I I can just keep a check on it. It's in a pending status now. What day, and and sometimes they're, they're comfortable saying this, sometimes they're not, it's okay either way. You know, what's the expected close date on it? And so then I just keep tabs on that property so that knowing that many times something's going to fall out. And when it does, I want to be right there and what you'll see is just what Kevin did on that property is that it, we're, we're literally in the middle of this on a, a property right now, property's listed at 490 uh, that we got beat to the punch on it and the offer that was accepted was 412. And so I let the agent know, Hey, Uh, understand if anything happens, reach out to us. This morning, got an email from the agent. Everything fell through. Uh, And so we're putting the the, uh, bid together with one of my agents right now. Uh, And look, we're not coming in at 412. We already know they would go to 412. So we're going to come back at about 390 and uh, see how they play. We're up on a break time here. Uh, We're going to hear more from Kevin about how to farm these neighborhoods. So hang around for more real estate. Now the investor guys podcast. We'll be right back in a minute.
0: Whether you are a new investor or seasoned investor wanting to add high performing real estate properties to your investment portfolio, you should consider joining bill Barnett and Kevin mills at their next real estate buyers event. Real Estate Buyer's Events are five powerful days aimed at putting performing properties into investors' portfolios. Learn from Bill and Kevin in markets where they actually invest. Learn the strategies they use, where to buy, what to buy, what not to buy actual resources and personnel on the ground to start building your team and supercharge your investing efforts. Learn more at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there. Are you ready for a real estate investing program that is so powerful it is guaranteed? a program that is backed by a double-your-tuition-back guarantee if it cannot make you into a real estate investing millionaire. Learn more about the Guaranteed Millionaire Blueprint at GuaranteedMillionaireBlueprint.com forward slash webinar. That's www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com dot com forward slash webinar one more time that is www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar learn more about how this powerful program can teach you all the strategies formulas and numbers that you need to put to work for you to turn you into a guaranteed real estate investing millionaire and we are back from our break and as Bill was saying, I will put in backup
2: offers all the time too, and it does not have to be for more than the previous offer. You already know what they accepted for the offer. Uh, it can be the same. It can be less. It could sometimes be more if you feel like it's going to be more. If you, if I like less. What's that? Less is always better. But what I'm saying is, I like is,
1: less because here's the thing: we know where they are now. Here's what I'm going to tell you, uh, listeners out there: put yourself in the position of the seller. They had this property under contract. In their mind, this property is sold, done, gone. They have spent this money about 15 different times. Now, suddenly, all that's fallen through. They're crestfallen. And if it's an institution, they're annoyed. And so here you are stepping in, being the hero, but there's always a little price to that in my book. So I like There's to always out. the
2: possibility that they're going to contact somebody who made the offer before at a higher price. So I always give my best offer to them. And if that's what works, that's what works. A lot of times when something falls out, if they don't have a backup offer, like, like what Bill and I are talking about, or even if they do have a backup offer, the agent will call and reach out to other people that were interested in the property, other agents that had clients who were interested in the property, and see if they still want to make an offer on the property. So I give my best offer so that they have it, it's ready to go. I'll submit backup offers. I won't even say, hey, what's going on with the property? If it's a property I'm interested in, I'll just submit the backup offer so that they have it. I'll submit it to their broker so their broker has it because a lot of agents don't wanna take backup offers. So I will actually submit it directly to their broker so the broker has it. Then if it falls out for any reason, falls through, then they already have that backup offer. Usually the broker, pushes more to go with the backup offer than to get on the phone and start calling because that's a waste of time as far as they're concerned when they have a bird in hand. Um, So I'll just submit the backup offer and I myself, less is is better, but I will submit it for my best price. And sometimes it's less than what what the other offer is. But um, getting back to farming though, get familiar with the area that you want to farm. And don't make it too big. Make you can get you can choose a big neighborhood if you want, but don't don't plan to choose the whole south side of Los Angeles, for example, as your farm. Okay, um, choose one, two, three different neighborhoods. Now, as I was going through this neighborhood and speaking to other people, I found that there is another neighborhood, a community immediately south in Lake Worth, that has similar properties, and that is right now at the beginning stages of gentrification. So I can find these same types of properties. And they're going to be going up even more in value. So not only will I have the rents when the gentrification occurs, but I will have that equity spread when the gentrification kicks in in the next few years. So be familiar with the neighborhood, and I think in the next video I actually mentioned get familiar with the people who are in the neighborhood. Talk to people. Um, let me go ahead and uh, get this last video. This is our last video for uh, this particular set. All
3: so. right. I have lots of different strategies.
2: And this is, is vacant land out. in that same neighborhood. I am
3: around. I keep an eye on vacant properties just like this This is a very large, uh, I'm going to say corner lot, but it's actually a pie shaped lot. And excellent size, big enough for a large house and lots of yards personally I have a background actually my construction
2: and as you can see the houses in this neighborhood are very large yeah permitted for a house and build a home
3: on it uh, probably selling uh, as a beginning investor you find properties like this find developers find builders you can find contractors contractors that would be interested in building on this property. Uh, possibly sharing the profits with you, but at the very least, uh, get the option on the property, and then sell it to the contractor or the developer and make your profit there. Now, while you're driving around, you can see lots of different things. The vacant property, also, this is actually uh, facing the river between us. This is literally almost a half, actually a little more than half an acre, and this is
1: kind of a, is what they can and house. This would be their
2: view. That's Palm Beach that they're looking at. That has a boat dock that comes with it as well.
3: out what the asking price is on this property you never know just because it's being represented by an agent does not mean that it's going to cost a fortune does not mean that it's not going to be a good deal does not mean that you can't buy it at asking price or even market price and put a strategy in place that is going to put big profits in your pocket just about anything you build Honestly, I would build a single family, large, high-end residential property, single family. Uh, you're going to be able to easily sell it and get a price for it. Here we have another vacant property and I've already done a little bit of diligence on this property. This property has already been subdivided into four different plots. So I can take this property a really high-end home on this or I could build four high-end I would have to figure out what's going to do my highest and best use. And again, this is on the river. This is the view those homes would have Get the us side of the street. Now as I said I've done the due diligence on this property already. It is then vacant empty like this for a long time. These sellers are motivated. Uh, this is one I am already working on. Again, in the same neighborhood that I have been farming uh, for the last uh, week or so, and that we've been driving around for today. And this is the last vacant property of ownership. There are actually others. Um, I just don't want to get you guys bored with uh
1: staring with at the grass. The,
3: bacon property, the project. This also, right across the river. Not here, but, uh, they are working on a new dock project for more dock books, uh, which is going to add more value to the area as well. These properties here have docks across the street from it. So this one could easily get a permit for a dock on the river, and you have extra value for this particular property. The property next door has a dock across the street. Now, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, and we're going to go back to the studio, but in closing I want to remind you that if you have that you're familiar with, or area that you want to get to know, make sure you go up and down every street, even the dead end. You'd be surprised what is sitting at the end of a dead end street nobody sees. So, up and down every single street, get to know that neighborhood intimately. Uh, in the past, one of the things I have done is I have seen houses that to me looked like they were vacant, yards were overgrown, uh, no cars in the driveway mail was piled up I got a hold of the owner and different situations sometimes the owner was in the hospital uh, I, I would go and visit them not to try to talk them into selling their house but just to get to know them because somebody who's in the neighborhood's for a while uh, a lot of times it's an elderly person or a shut-in person uh, I will offer to bring a crew over to mow their lawn make their house look a little bit nicer that doesn't cost that much money build some goodwill and get to know, again, some people in the neighborhood. And uh, those are really your best resources when you're talking about working in a specific neighborhood that you want to get involved in. Finding people who have been in that neighborhood for a long time in that neighborhood, they will be able to pull you in on things that you've never So I'll see you
2: guys back in the studio. And we are back in our own home studios. So those are the steps that I go through when I'm farming a neighborhood. And if you're gonna make that neighborhood your own and you are a real estate investor, you don't wanna overlook any opportunities because if you think about it, every opportunity that you pass up in that neighborhood is something that somebody else gets. it's also an opportunity you lost to add more value to the properties you already have in your neighborhood. If you pick up a property and you improve the value of that property, you have improved the value of the other properties that you own in that neighborhood. If you're building high-end homes, even if you sell them to somebody else on those vacant infill lots in that that in your farm, essentially, you are adding more value to your properties now something else that you need to keep in mind is more than just having real estate in that particular neighborhood you need to think of it as a resident if there is a neighborhood association uh, a neighborhood watch whatever it is become involved in it so that you know what's going on another great way to meet people another great way to find out when people are going to sell their properties Um, if something is happening as far as Uh, redevelopment funds or something that are going to happen from the city or from the county okay get involved with that so that you know what's going on make this your second home and it really should be you should be as familiar with this neighborhood or more familiar with this neighborhood than you are with the neighborhood that you live in and like i said don't be afraid to go out and knock on doors with a handful of flyers introduce yourself let them know that you bought a few houses in the neighborhood you love this neighborhood and you're looking to buy more houses you may not want to sell your house now, but in the future, if you do, please give me a call first, you know, and just door to door, to door, to door. And you'd be surprised the person you handed the flyer to may not be the person who called you, it may be the person across the street that wasn't in when you knocked on the door, um, work this neighborhood, the same as a real estate agent would, and you're going to have more attachment to this neighborhood than a real estate agent, because you're going to own properties there. It's going to behoove you to to put as much effort and as much improvement into this neighborhood as possible because it means money in your
1: pocket. We are way over today Uh, and we're going to have, we're going to be doing another show on farming, how to find farm areas so that you can get out there and start buying, make sure you Keep a tab on InvestorGuyspodcast dot And uh, same thing with our website, InvestorGuysPodcast dot com. Facebook. Follow us sure and like us on Facebook, yes. Subscribing, following, liking, all of that good stuff. Thanks for being here today. And we'll see you next time on the Investor Guys Podcast, Kev. Have a sure. great
2: rest of the week and happy investing. And Bill, I'll see you later. You got it.
0: Learn more about the Investor Guys podcast, including upcoming events and appearances at www.investorguyspodcast.com. That's www.investorguyspodcast.com.